gather round, for it is time for adventure, for intrigue, for epic attacks and critical failures, for lewd encounters and for scandalous results, for dice rolls that would make a grown man cry and improv that would make a dungeon master weep. It is time to go on a journey about what it means to be a hero. So sharpen your blades and notch your arrows, because it's time for Hero Squad! So, uh, yeah, middle of the day, uh, y'all have all gone off, you've, you've been doing your training, you've been exploring Droam, things are kind of coalescing and coming together. You know that you've got to leave Droam and head to the mountain in order to potentially make your way to Celestia. That's that's your, your heading. But you were waiting because uh, you had heard that Marakai and everybody were going to be coming to Droam, and hopefully then you could all uh, go together. Mm-hmm. So, as you had hoped, the day has arrived. The ship is here. Marakai uh, and uh, Ransper and Dregus um, have arrived on the ship. And um, immediately, Marakai jumps off and, and greets y'all. It's been a long time. It's been so um, long. How are you all? It's... I give I give Marakai like the biggest hug. She's like, pick, oh, pick oh, her up. Oh, yeah. okay, yep, that's right. Okay, forgot about those. You're close. Okay, you're a toucher. <laughs> You're back! Yay! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how how is the training going? What's been going on? Fill me in. Uh, well, okay. So, I can fly, um, FYI. And so can so can Christina and Brittany, FYI. Yeah, they can they can fly. That's a thing. Uh, Rhaegar can fly with his shoes. She kinda, so. When you say that, she kind of like looks over at both Christina and Brittany and sees Brittany the wings and just kind of like, Okay. Yeah, uh, it's weird, right? Well, that's, I mean, that's good. Um, I feel like everyone kind of stole my thing, if I'm being honest, but that's that's another. <laughs> Atlas, you can't steal something that's clearly older than you. Kind of, kind of, kind of feel like stole stole my thing. Um, anyway. If anything, you stole our thing. Uh, so, yeah, I guess we're we're training to, to fly super good in this... Um, this cannon launcher thing that has like a 40% chance that we'll get killed in it. So what, uh, well, maybe me? you baby bird, but everybody else will be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me you're going to call him baby bird from now on. I, I always call him baby bird. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> okay. I've been uh, calling him Baby Bird since we he has I think, wings. I think, I think, yeah, you've said it here and there, and then I'm only now catching, like, oh, that's his name now. You're just only going to refer to him as Baby Bird. Uh, okay. So. That goes um, in the notes. <laughs> yep. Uh, well, I guess we can head out whenever we're ready, but, um, well, I think there's there's something you guys should probably see. What oh, is it? I don't like that. Tell us what it is. I don't like surprises. Uh, so it might be a surprise, though. Come on. But what if it's a bad surprise? Is it bad or good, Marakai? I follow Marakai. <laughs> you follow Marakai. <laughs> it's good. Don't worry, she says. Uh, so she it. takes you into the ship, into um, 
the the holding area and in one uh you guys kind of have like a um sort of like a like a cell essentially to like lock you know somebody in uh leodragar is in there oh shit he has sort of like a muzzle thing across his face if you remember loki at the end of avengers it kind of like covers his mouth kind of deal Mm -hmm. and it's wrapped around his face and then he's got you know kind of manacles and he's kind of shackled together and he's thrown in the brig the brig thank you someone put the brig in chat that's the word i was looking for uh, the room where you hold people. The room, room where you hold people and it's got a lock on is it. Is the brig on the deck? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you start talking ship terms with me. I'm an expert. Um, so, how did so, yeah. you accomplish this? Well, you were all gone for a while, and we uh, headed down south to Zalargo, and we tried to. Well, we engaged with Leodragar and a couple of the rest of the seven, and. Uh, well, we got him, and they got away, and they destroyed another one of the relics. But he's how we were able to figure out where they were going and what they were doing. Wait, so, what relic uh, was destroyed? Yeah, which one? Another one of the... I gotta I'm go gonna back. say cheesemas. We know sort of more specifics, though, right? About so, yes, so I'll, I have I'll, it I'll just, written down. Yeah, I'll mention this. Um, y'all, uh, I vaguely told y'all that there was a, a volcanic eruption in Zalargo mm-hmm. a couple, mm. a little back while you guys were in your teleport phase. Um, that lines up with this. Okay. That is, oh. that is, that is the fallout of this. So this is event. the, or- this is the orb that's outside yeah. Zalargo. Yes. And Which this is one is we destroyed. Were mm. Yeah. It's where y'all were headed and then you teleported. And thus, Fallout. Okay. What was the other one that was destroyed? That was the one that got stabbed, right? The Whispering Woods mm-hmm. one? Is yep. it? Mm-hmm. Did it just get stabbed, or is it completely destroyed? I, I w- I'll put it this way. As far as you guys understand destroying these things, it's destroyed. Destroyed, right? like, question mark. Okay. As far, yeah. It, in the same way that Marakai is saying this thing was destroyed, mm-hmm. that one was destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, so is, is Largo starting to become in ruins, like uh, like the Whispering Rock? There have had to be some evacuations from certain areas and, and everyone's having to restructure around. I mean, it's bad. It's just like the Whispering Wood. It's spreading and the, the, we, we've sent more people down south to try and do what they're doing up north, kind of keeping the spread at bay. But, you know, it's only as much as can be done. It's everything's getting worse. That's why what, we have to make this push. What well, other inform? Go ahead, Christina. Well, Obviously, the one in the Whispering Wood was of water element. What element was this one? Uh, I, I'm i not sure. I'm not connected to this one in the same way I was before. So I would assume either rock or fire. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not sure. Before with the Whispering Wood, you know, I'm, I was so closely connected to water that it, you know, shocked me mm-hmm. on a personal level like it got into my core but this one i didn't feel in the same way have you learned anything from lordrum not lordrum um have you learned anything we we've pulled as much as we can from him i think you know maybe maybe you would have better luck pulling information from him but as far as we know there are some of their of the seven have moved into the celestial plane and it seems like that is their end game they're they're leaving 
Eberron. They're going that. to Celestia? It, it seems so. At least part of their plan. That's as much as we got out of Leodrigar. He doesn't seem to be very uh, talkative. Question. Yes. The orbs are leaving to Celestia or everybody that's part of house whatever is leaving? The, the, the seven. The, the seven. So the people. Mm. The, the individuals. Thank you. Yeah. Um, when you faced off against the seven, face was there off. any new... Was there any new faces? Was it was it still the the same seven? Uh, the only we there was Leodrigar was there, Claw was there, um, Pentar was there. Claw and Pentar were able to escape, but uh, Leodrigar we were able to stop before he got away. Um, it seems they were pretty. We arrived as things were sort of escalating. The local guards had kind of been doing their best to deal with the situation, but obviously they weren't prepared. By the time we got there, things were kind of already escalating out of control, but we were able to sort of intercept Leodrigar and get lucky, essentially. All right. Question. Yes. Who are the, out, out of character, who are the mm -hmm. seven? I know we have Claw, Pentar, Leodrigar. I don't know if you guys know everybody, but okay. yeah, you have Claw, Pentar, Leodrigar, um, you like don't... We've, we've seen characteristics yeah. of the others, though, so yeah. there's like the... The tree sapling person, right? Um, the tiefling? Tiefling. I always yeah. think it's a tree person for some yeah. reason. Because you hear tea and you hear <laughs> oh, tea. Oh, right, and the you think tiefling. Tree. That was There's a tiefling, tiefling lady. lady. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, uh, Verdon Kemble, um, who was kind of like the, the head of House Farland guy, mm -hmm. um, who you've seen a couple times. Um, at Leodrigar, obviously. Uh, so who did I say? Leodrigar, Pentagar, uh, Pentar, Claw, <laughs> uh, Tiefling, uh, Verdant. We're at five. Verdant Kemble. Uh, and then uh, you wouldn't know the other two. Okay. Thank yeah. you. Was Hex there? Uh, they didn't know. I, I did oh. not see Hex there. But I do I do believe, if what Leo Dragar says is correct, that he is in Celestia. Hex is? So they're, al they're already there. I think that Verdant and Hex are at least in Celestia. Wow. Just when I think or, they're one or step least, ahead. Yeah, or at least they found maybe they maybe they found their way. You know, it's like I don't know that they're there, but as far as Leodrigar told us, they're on their way. Have you tortured Leodrigar? He's a real like poetic speaker. It's annoying to be honest. He just doesn't <laughs> say what he's like, what he's supposed to say. Torture? No, not a big torture person. Are you a torture person? I mean, Brady's I'm not. Brittany's a big torture person. Yeah. <laughs> Am I? She'll, she'll whittle them down. She'll break them eventually. Emotional um, torture. not uh, No, not physical torture. That's gotcha. The one that lasts longer. Yes. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. I want them to feel the pain forever. Hmm. But Brittany's very good with a charm spell. That's true. That's and true. yeah, I have my ways of making people talk. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, so have, be, be my guest. <laughs> Brittany will extract the truth. Mm -hmm. If you if uh, you would like to. I can't see this. It's too much for me. I step out of the room. Okay. <laughs> are you are you planning on on <laughs> wanting to interrogate Leodrigar? Me? What? I, that's yeah. where I thought that was. Uh, that's where I thought <laughs> yeah, that was going. We have yeah, to. Okay. I okay. was like, Rhaegar. Huh? You're better at this subterfuge things and questions i can cast the spells you ask the questions um uh, oh, oh, okay <laughs> let's oh let's do it 
Oh boy, this is my, my protege. Let's see if you got what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> this is like your final lesson. All right. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> Let me hold on. I gotta get my spells out. <laughs> So I guess I, Mark, what, like, what's, what's going on with, like, the face mask? Like, is that magical? Like, I need to know I, what I'm getting into I, right now. I can, I can take it off. I was just tired of hearing him, to be honest. I mean, I can make him shut up if I need to. Okay. Well, all right. So she sort of, you know, she opens the door and heads in. She takes this thing off of Leo Jagar's face and steps outside. I step oh. outside with Marakai. Are you was... there? I thought you're not there. I was talking to Marakai. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christina, oh, was I, th- I thought she was gone. She's, with she leave, she's she leaving tonight. Yeah, yeah. That sorry. was sorry. Spoilers. Going to meet with uh, Ravo later. Uh, so yeah, Leo was like, oh, goodness, I haven't been able to speak for a very long time. Oh, I forgot that he sounds like I know I'm <laughs> There is a reason I did not want to do this voice again. <laughs> How do you say it's too much? <laughs> it's uh, too much. Oh, man. All right, Leo Dragar, here's the deal. You could uh, tell us willingly what we want to know, or I can cast all sorts of horrible magic on you, and you'll be begging me to tell you. Or you'll... Yeah, that's how. That's, <laughs> those are the words that I wanted to say. <laughs> Whatever it is that you are threatening me with, they can hit me with much worse. I am sorry, but that is not a convincing argument. Oh, okay. How are you? Uh, I cast modify memory on them. Oh, finally, it's happened. What's what's modify memory? Modify memory is a spell that I've been holding on to for so long for the perfect opportunity. Of course you have. Oh, great. And I I did not know about this. Okay. You are attempting to reshape another creature's memories. One creature that you can see must make a wisdom saving throw. If you are fighting, the creature has an advantage. We're not fighting. Not fighting, yeah. So it needs a save of 16 or higher. Okay. That's a fail. Uh, <laughs> yes! So, the charm target is incapacitated and unaware of its surroundings, though it can still hear you if it takes any damage. Okay, so basically, like, in the middle of what Leo Dragar was saying, you're just kind of like, <laughs> Yeah. Um, and while this charm lasts, I can affect the target's memory for an event that is experienced within the last 24 hours that has lasted no more than 10 minutes. So okay. what is an effect that's happened you, in the last yeah. 24 hours? What are you changing? I am going to modify his memory so that he remembers the beautiful kiss that he shared with Rhaegar and that he is so infatuated with Rhaegar and so in love with him that he is just willing to spill the beans because it's for his love and it's to save him. Wait, wait, wait. But doesn't the spell modify something that's happened? Like, that didn't happen. In the happen. last 24 well, hours. Yeah, he re- so, no, I rem- he remembered the kiss, yeah, and he remembered. Yeah. It's, it, like, basically what it's just... It's a curse. Here's what basically just happened. In Ravo's mind... You mean Leodragar's. Or in Leodragar's mind. As soon as Marakai pulled the, the thing, like, off of his face... You shared some kind of world-shattering kiss. That's <laughs> like somehow it snuck into that moment because it fits with what happened, even though it doesn't fit with what happened. So you're saying that because of this world-shattering kiss, Leodragar is now just like infatuated 
with he hasn't been thinking Rhaegar. about it. With Rhaegar, and he just he can't stop thinking about it. And he knows that if he doesn't tell us what's going on, that he will just Rhaegar is in trouble, and he has to tell us everything to save okay. To, okay. to put him out of trouble. <laughs> okay. Also, right, he so. can't. He, this can't. This memory can't be undone unless he like purifies himself of curses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm reading it. I'm reading yeah. it right now. So like I know. So, so I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to deal with this. So wait, but, uh, Leandra, well, what were you? Hold on. I'm still confused. Yeah. I kissed she can, she can play your guard in 24 in the last no, you did. hours. No, 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 no. I created this. It's a fictional thing yeah. that I made him think happened. Right. But here's the thing. It says you can. It says. You can affect a target's memory of an event that it experienced within so, yeah. the last 24 so hours. So you can, you it can hasn't describe. experienced right. a kiss in the last 24 hours. All right. So you can permanently... Marikai pulling off his mask, yeah. and then she's modifying that memory. Yeah, so so okay. you can permanently You're eliminate a memory, the memory of the mask or, being pulled mm-hmm. off. Okay. Because, yeah, you can, you can legitimately change all of the details of a memory. You can create a memory of another event. That's, what I, was, that's what I was confused. Yeah. I, was, I thought she was... Because so, didn't I yeah. kiss... You did. Because I did kiss him, and that's what I was yep. confused about. I was mm-hmm. like, right. that kiss happened forever ago. It but did. But you're actually right, modifying right. the mask no, no, being no. pulled off, not this our is, kiss. This is a kiss with you, not with Samantha. That's true. He kissed Different. Samantha. It doesn't, it doesn't even recognize. But you know what? There is a tinge of reality there mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. kind of runs through, which is like the, the mental kiss... Is 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 a piece of this component the memory of what just happened? But also, uh, he did such a poor job on his saving throw, and you did such a great job of altering his memory that you even pulled in a thread of that. Like the kiss felt like that kiss. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I mean, could, understandably, they yeah. kiss <laughs> very similarly. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so yeah, Leodrigar has like a little bit of like a of that like buh, and then. <laughs> Looks over at Rager and kind of has like a. Oh. <laughs> what 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 what's happening with this guy? Rager, I, uh, Brittany like elbows Rager real quick and like leans in and just whispers and like, please just play along with this. I modified his memory so that you two are in love. Oh. I am so torn. What do I do? Do I follow my heart or my head? Leodrigar, you have to follow your heart. Otherwise, Rhaegar will die, and you don't want him to die. That would be horrible. You're killing me, Leodrigar. <laughs> Why would you want to break my heart? No, of course I would never break your heart. No, I am so sorry. I, You're the only one for I, me. I can't believe and my brain has been so... ask in return clouded. for my undying love yes. is that you tell me all of your plans. Of course. <laughs> no, of course. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I That's let my mind... That's a fair love request. My heart was clouded against you. I don't know how I let this happen. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. I, I'll tell you everything. And so then Leodrigar just starts kind of like spewing out details, uh, most of which you do already know. Mardukai kind of shared a lot of this with you before. Like, it appears that Leodrigar honestly doesn't know too much more, but one detail sneaks oh. in that's incredibly important. And that's what he says. They have taken the dagger to Celestia, and that is where they are keeping it. And if you can get the dagger back, well, then I think you will be safe. Yes. And then we can be together. Happy. Absolutely. You just stay here. As soon as I get that dagger back, you and me, we're going to go back east, okay? I know a nice spa out there. All yes. right. I've got connections. 
We we'll can just run it together. Find a place in the hills, <laughs> ride dinosaurs, and soak our feet in the tub every night. You have spoken to my deepest ones. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I got lucky on that one. <laughs> Brittany cast precedentation, so there's like romance flowers, like in manga, you know? Long, long man music yeah. pops up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And that, that's pretty much the only other detail that you get out of Leodrigar's uh, speakings. After that, he just sort of keeps just talking about how hot Rager is. Well, that's all the information we got. I'm done here. And Brittany I love walks how out. you never change your clothes. Oh. <laughs> it gives me my distinct smell. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to try to trademark that smell. <laughs> I'll make hundreds of pennies. <laughs> oh, oh DeRegar. My goodness. Okay. Um out of character, would we would we know that that dagger is the was it the the something something blade that was the, like the, the, the blade, blade, of blade of balance? No, yeah, yeah. I mean you like like you would remember this like from it, it would immediately yeah. spark it because that is where like all of this started, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay. Oh no! Wait, I go back in. One more oh. thing. You know Super what Rhaegar guys. really needs hmm. to know the other, the the seven, the seven people. We know of most of them, but why don't you tell me? Well, well tell Rhaegar. Like, I imagine when he spilled everything, did he tell no, we us don't, that? No, we only we only know like four out of. We know four. Right, but we don't. I said the... he spilled everything. Does yeah, he not so, know? So was that spilled? So yeah, he. The only other name that he can give you. Is Bregan, which you had not you had not heard combined all together before. Brittany, like once she hears that, she like storms out of the room and like she literally takes something that's close to her and like throws it against the wall and breaks it. And I okay. look at Leo Dragar and just say, "Don't worry about her. She's always like this. It's okay. As long as I have you, my sunrise, nothing <laughs> shall ever get in the way." <laughs> I, I kind of like call him towards the the bars closer, yes. and I give him a smooch, <laughs> and then I say, "I'll be seeing you later." I shall remember this kiss for a thousand. thousand then I go years. upstairs, <laughs> and like he he is like totally, just like infatuated, as you go. Okay. <laughs> Uh, was there anything else that you were trying to glean from Leodrigar there? Or do you think you got everything that you wanted? No, I got, I got everything I wanted. Oh my God. You know what that was? Hmm. That was, um, that was the scene from Willow. Hmm. I've never seen Willow. Mad Mardigan. Mad Mardigan. Falls in love with, uh, Sorsha. (laughs) Because he gets smacked by the brownies with that, that love dust. Yes. That's what that was. That's what that was. Only Leodrigar was Mad Mardigan and I was Sorsha. <laughs> or the other way around. Now I want to anyway. watch Willow, which is something I never want to do. So thanks that for that. Great. That movie's great. Everybody should watch movie. it. It's amazing. It's a great movie that I always accidentally watch. Like I'll be I at like Ori's. I haven't seen it in like twenty years. <laughs> it's I'll, so good. I'll be at our friend Ori's place, and I'll just be there. You know, we're hanging out uh, on like a random Sunday, and he'll be like, "Let's watch Willow." That's the Warwick. only time I ever watch. Warwick Willow. Davis, man, like he's never gotten so much screen time, and he needs That's true. He needs more roles. Well. 
It's leprechaun. on Disney Plus. There you go. Warwick oh, Davis go. gets tons of screen time in the Leprechaun films. Those oh, are just keep on, him. We just keep on not, not as Plus. himself, though. You know what I mean? What like, are we doing here? Sure. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get everybody to watch the Leprechaun series. That's what's happening. And guess what? It's all bad. From number one all the way to Leprechaun in the Hood 2, they're all bad. Okay? Le- wait, 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 wait. Rewind. Leprechaun no. in the Hood 2. Don't let him two. drag you into <laughs> this. <laughs> There's two of them. Okay. It's okay. This talk is back. reserved for the first 45 minutes before we start no, Dungeons no. and Dragons. I need every one of y'all to understand that Leprechaun Back to the Hood exists, okay? All right, now we can go on. Is that part of Atlas's nightmare? <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, no, that's what Atlas that's... watches before he goes to bed, and that's why he has nightmares, uh. and he just keeps on doing it. Okay, so y'all talk to Leo Dragar in this. I'm saying this so you can cut it out of the episode. So yeah, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> y'all can talk. Y'all talk to Leo Dragar. You got the information. You have learned this one of the the, the sixth of the seven, and you have learned uh, that the Blade of Balance uh, is with them in Celestia. Whoever has gone there, or whoever's on their way there, or whatever. Um, and yeah, so you, you head out, Marakai's there. She heard enough of what's going on to kind of be caught up to that. So, well, I I think we should leave as soon as we're ready. Are are you all ready? Do you want to leave tomorrow? Should we leave tonight? What what do you what do you all think we should well, do? Well, I'm I'm so exhausted from using all my spells on torture, so I would appreciate a good rest before we go. Wait, 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 wait! All your spe- used one spell. One. Yes, but it was a good spell. And what if I need to modify someone else's memory tomorrow, Rhaegar? I mean, I need that spell back. How long have you had that spell? Because you've used it one time since I've known you. What are the well, chances I've been of using waiting. it twice in a row? Listen, I've been waiting for the right moment. I think you just want an excuse to go drink is what I'm trying to get at. Why not both? Why not? Why, Why not? Atlas! Ah, look at this guy. All also, right, all right. we have library books, and I don't want them to be overdue. Yeah, we have a lot of reading we have to do. We went. To, Alice and I went to the library. Also, Rhaegar, here's a book for you. Christina, here's a book for you. What's my book? Your book is upon flying rats. Fly- I thought they were the same book. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. I checked out two of the same books. Oh, I thought maybe you just tore it down the middle. <laughs> gave her one half. You know what? Brittany probably did that. Here's, yeah. yeah, here's the rat sheet. You get that one. <laughs> here's your half of the book on flying rats, and here's your half on lycanthropy. When Brittany does that, I'm like, <gasps> way to remember, Jasmine. I would have not remembered that. That's true. It was the same book. Oh, man. <laughs> My Thank goodness. you. Okay. Okay. So y'all all have the evening to yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, Marakai is sticking around the ship. Gonna, she's going to sleep on the ship, essentially. You, you can tell she's kind of laser focused. She's mm-hmm. on edge, but she's kind of like determined. Maybe like a little more than you've seen her before. Um, um, I go to the ship and I want to talk mm-hmm. to Marakai. Like I sneak okay. out. But I want to talk so- to you. Do you catch her before she leaves, or do you do you miss her? Uh, what do you think, Jazz? I'm sneaking out, so I probably okay. miss her. I, okay. Uh, Brittany, roll, like, roll a stealth. Roll a stealth. Oh. Let me use the dice that didn't give me a two. <laughs> oh, shiz. Okay, what is my stealth at? Oh, God. That is 16 plus 3, 19. 
Okay. So yeah, uh, you, you all were kind of in the same area. Y'all you, you were in the same house and everything, but while Brittany was getting ready for what she wants to get up to tonight, you were able to sneak out. You knew mm-hmm. just the right moment. Um, and so you just, you kind of get right past her. Mm-hmm. Um, so you head to the ship. Mm-hmm. Marakai's there. Uh, it's just you. And so Marakai, um, first thing she does, she's like, Christina, I've been meaning to say that I'm so in your debt for what you did for me. And I just want to thank you so much. And she just kind of comes up and she hugs you. And she's like, I, I missed you so much. And I feel like you're the closest friend that I've made. And I just wish that it wasn't all wrapped up in all of this stuff that we could just be friends. But like all of this has made it so hard for us to just hang out, you know? So like, she's, she's kind of like telling you how much she cares about you. Mm -hmm. Um, because you guys are alone for the first time. Uh, Christina's a little hurt when she says just friends, but then she Mm -hmm. sort of pushes back it and she's like, uh, you mean a lot to me, Marikai. And I wanted you to know that something happened while we were here. And I don't, I can't go with you guys. Not yet. What do you mean? What happened? Um, I was bitten and I need to leave before the next moon shows up. And as soon as you say that, like she, it takes her a second and then she mm-hmm. kind of like, oh. So I, I came out here to ask you to watch over Brittany because I don't think she's going to be able to control herself. What do you what do you mean? What? Me and Brittany aren't normal elves. And she she's going to kill somebody and I'm worried she's she's going to hurt herself in the process. Wait a minute. <laughs> she's going to kill who's she trying to kill? Um he's a general. Um, I don't quite remember his name, but he's definitely in Celestia. And so you think that like, if Brittany does this, that she's going to be like too far gone or something? She's going to put herself in harm's way to get to this person. Okay. And she's, she won't stop until it happens. And I'm worried she's going to hurt herself. So if, if you see a way to stop her from essentially killing herself to do this, you need to stop her. I, I'll protect her for you. I appreciate that. Um, I, I also can't stay here, so please don't tell her I'm leaving. So you're just, you're not coming with us? Not until I can figure this out. Because I I don't even know how many I don't even know how many hours I have until this happens, so I'm trying to get as far as I can. It's okay, I understand. Mm-hmm. Ravo has told me about this before. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I won't tell Brittany, and I'll look out for her. Uh, I'd say we'd come back for you, but I don't know that we're gonna make it back. I'll I'll try to find you if once this is over. But in case it doesn't happen, I I give Marikai a huge hug. Mm-hmm. And and then I kiss her. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> and 
And there's a moment, there's that moment of shocked eyes and then relaxed eyes. And they share an intimate kiss. <laughs> something, something that if you've been paying attention to the subtext, it's been there from the beginning, y'all. Uh, so you I share. I've not been paying attention to the subtext. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been there. It's been there. It's been there. 100%. Ash, go to jail. Uh, uh, so. I'm all blushing. So yeah, you, you share, you share the kiss and it's, it's this great moment. It's like, uh, it does really feel like, um, you, you've been so worried about the lycanthropy and like what you're going through and everything for so long. Mm -hmm. And then like to have this moment, like you just have that one moment of like clarity and mm -hmm. like kind of relaxation. And Marakai feels the same way. Like both of you just kind of have that lifting of mm -hmm. your spirits. And then you kind of have, you know, that moment foreheads touched together and mm -hmm. you just kind of, okay. Okay. I'm leaving yeah. tonight, but I'll try to find you guys when this is over. I'll look after Brittany. I'll look after everyone. Thank you. And I leave. And yeah, as you as you leave, Marakai kind of watches you walk away. And just kind of stands over the deck watching as you mm -hmm. head off towards where you're going. <sighs> and sheds a little tear. Okay, y'all. So, uh... <laughs> Moving on from that, let's let's see where everybody else is at before we head out. Uh, Brittany, yes, you've been getting ready and doing all this stuff, yeah, uh, to go out and have your 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 wine knot. And uh, Christina's nowhere to be found. Yeah. What so are you what? Doing? So what I imagine is Brittany's got like all the scrolls she got from the library, all the books. She's got like two bottles of wine she's carrying. Her, like her arms are full. She's got like a bag of chips or something, some snacks. <laughs> like she's already had a couple, so she's a little uh -huh. bit tipsy. She's like, Christina! Christina! So you, you do, yeah, like we're seeing a series of like you swinging open doors wildly. Yeah. Christina! And it's just yep. empty room. Yeah, Christina! And, like, and, empty then, room. and then I'm like, oh, she must be in her room, of course. Mm. She's probably sleeping. And so she like goes over to the room. She's like, she opens the door. She's like, Christina, I'm here to tell you about our family. I, I found the whole scroll that. D Christina? <laughs> Where are you? And then I cast a message. And okay. It's only 120 feet, so I'm not sure if I'll be able to contact her. Well, what are you what are you going to try and write in the message? Well, the message was like, "Where are you? I have wine and presents for you. I was going to tell you about our history." Do you know if someone receives your message? They do I if they're within 120 feet. Right, yeah, but, but do you know. know? Like, do you get, like, a, a re-receipt? Do you get a re-receipt? <laughs> yeah, because they can respond. But if they don't respond, But if they don't, don't respond, I don't okay. know if they've got it. So, uh, so yeah. Um, strangely enough, Christina, you do get that message. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you happen to be close enough as she sends that message. Do you uh, respond? Whether or not you respond or do anything about that, that's obviously up to you. Uh, I'll tell her, uh, I'm like, that's great. I'm getting ready for tomorrow and packing. I'll meet you in your room. Okay. Later. 
Brittany sends another message back. Okay, um, listen, I broke open your favorite wine because because <laughs> I wanted I want to show you some things, and I'm really excited to teach you about our family so you can remember everything. I love you. Okay, bye. <laughs> I don't respond to that one. <laughs> <laughs> Left on red. Um, Left on red, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay, is there anything else that you get up to, uh, Brittany? Brit- Brittany just goes and waits in her room patiently and is just, like, drinking wine and reading books. Yeah, just sitting there reading and drinking. Okay. Uh, Atlas and Rager, anything that y'all get up to in the evening? No. I just uh, go uh, back into my quarters, and I'm just mm-hmm. thinking about... Uh, me and Leodrigar's future together. <laughs> okay. You know, okay. Just um, sort of planning it out in my head. You know, I've got ideas. Are you like fully, like, are you charmed now too? Or like what? I've always I mean, been charmed. Charming. I think that's oh, been okay. clear since we, we had that like showdown, you know, uh, where I mean, it's true. when they did the yeah. show in Stormhome, you know, yeah. like uh, he's a very charming guy. He is. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Uh, Have you heard his voice? The subtext like of that has been there this whole time. That yeah. has, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's true. That, that has just been text, right. not subtext. Like when people, when we kissed, you know, moments ago, everyone was like, yeah, saw it from a mile yeah, yeah, away. Yeah, it's happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so that this, this episode's the kissing episode. Yeah. Uh, Please title it that. <laughs> I hope it is. The episode was the gang kiss. There it is. You look, it's a welcome kiss. thing when you say title it that, and I don't have to think about mm-hmm. the title when making these things, you know? No, but this like, is like 20 or 30 minutes into the episode. It's going to be something. That's great. That's great. Um, Smooch fast. Joe, Smooch I like fast. it. Smooch fast. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'm reading all the, all the things. You're reading? Okay. Um, so, yeah, let's, let's talk about what you've been reading. Um, you have been reading this uh, record of Fora. Uh, slowly mm-hmm. kind of getting through it. And what you're realizing, this is actually a um, a very old text that predates the modern Church of the Silver Flame. Um, it is sort of part of a, uh, uh, it's a record of an individual who was a part of the church that became the Church of the Silver Flame. Okay. Um, and... As you're reading through this uh, this record of Fora, you learn that Fora is an individual who had been in communion with a uh, celestial being. Um, so they uh, were in contact, and uh, she was sort of a oh, what do you call that? An oracle in a way. Um, people would kind of come to her for you know knowledge and and whatnot, and. As you're reading through, you are seeing that it seems like she was actually able to summon um, this kind of spiritual entity uh, into the physical realm in order to help her um, with what she was doing. Uh, And through her research into that, she stumbled across research into lycanthropy and started to uh, notice the overlap between celestial unions like hers where she's able to call upon a celestial creature and like kind of bring its spirit into reality and how lycanthropes sort of take on the natural form Mm -hmm. of a celestial being and so you start to notice these writings that are talking about lycanthropy in the language of like the silver flame but not negatively 
which is the okay. only way that you would have ever experienced it so far. You would have right. seen it as an affliction, as something that is uh, cursed, as something that should be cured or stamped out. And what you're seeing here is her describing it as, no, this is a very natural expression of the physical embodiment of the spiritual being versus this uh, other form that Fora experiences, which is calling upon the spiritual form, the celestial form into the physical realm. Interesting. It's all language that like you're 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 reading it and you're you're starting to understand that the the silver flame has some baggage and confusion mm-hmm. around this lycanthropy stuff. But also you're understanding that this whole thing about calling upon a spiritual being, the way she writes about it, it sounds a lot like your dreams. And it yeah. sounds like a lot like the stuff that you've been experiencing. Like the description of the physical thing that she is manifesting sounds similar to what I see in my dreams. Yeah. Yeah. And as you read further, you see sort of descriptions of rituals that she would engage in in order to make certain things happen. And it's sort of giving you some ideas. Um, One of the rituals that catches your eye is the one that is for summoning this uh, uh, individual, this spiritual Mm -hmm. being. And uh, it tells you to go out on uh, a, uh, a starry night to stand out at midnight, uh, to stare towards the heavens and um, to raise your shield in honor of uh, those spirits. And that if you are able to shine light as they do, then you will be um, chosen and rewarded, essentially. Got it. Well, I, uh, I look out sort of the window and I'm like, mm-hmm. what are the fucking odds of that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just said starry night. Any night's a starry night. <laughs> look, no, let Atlas be really like profound oh, no. right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> look, this baby bird is learning. All right. Baby bird taking flight. Oh, sweet baby cherub angel bird. Um, so yeah, I'm getting super excited about it all. So I grab my shield. I grab this this tome, and mm-hmm. I, I I set myself up uh, outside under the starry the starry night, and mm-hmm. and sort of sit cross legged, reviewing and studying this ritual. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you've got your you got your like your shield posted up. You're like reading. Yeah, <laughs> like you said, you're just sitting. There. I'm just imagining you, yeah, like like cross-legged and like like working Do on this. Like cheese and crackers, yeah, mm-hmm. cheese and Do crackers. You got a little thermos. I got a little yeah. uh, graham cracker here. <laughs> uh, so a- as you're doing that, um, Christina, you now have you know snuck out and you're you're heading out to go and do your your midnight mm-hmm. escape, essentially, um, and. You notice Atlas in the distance. You know, he's not too far from you, focused on his work in the middle of this area. And you're kind of heading not too far from him to meet up with Bravo, mm-hmm. but you, you could still sneak by without kind of alerting him. Do you do anything or do you just you just try and stay out of the, the uh, You know, I, I see Atlas and I trust him enough. So I go out and I sort of walk up towards him. Mm-hmm. What are you doing there? What are you doing there, buddy? Oh, hey, Christina. So there's this cool. Okay. So I'll admit there's been this dream I've been having Mm -hmm. and I see this bear thing 
I know that sounds crazy, but I think that this dream was actually telling me to find him. And so I think that he's celestial. And I found this tome and it talks a lot about something that sounds super, super similar. And it has this ritual and it's super interesting. You might be into this because it talks about the connection between this stuff and lycanthropy and how it's all sort of like shares some sort of the same, the same origins and whatnot. It's very cool. What are you up to? Um, you know, just getting some fresh air. Uh, sounds really cool. Bear, huh? Yeah, bear, right? Yeah. So this bear is like what? It's like celestial bear friend. I think. I hope. Um, I mean, he helped us out before, sort of. He gave us info. At least he gave me info. Um. So yeah, <laughs> I think you can trust him. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You're doing really well. Thank you. I mean. It's pretty cool. Do you want to read this? Can you read the celestial? You probably don't know if Brittany, Brittany can barely read celestial. Um, (laughs) You know, I never learned. I never learned. So, you know, your guess is better than mine. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Uh, Look, hey, Atlas. um, Yeah. You, I'm going to hang out with Robbo. Um, Just watch out for Brittany. All right. I mean, I always do. She's a nightmare. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, like, don't let her do anything stupid, okay? Oh, okay. Like, like, drink too much wine? Because she's already, like, halfway there. You'll know when you'll see it. Okay. All right. Do you need a graham cracker? I I would love one. Yes, thank you. I actually don't remember if I ate today. Look, um... I'm going to hang out with Ravo and I'll catch up to you guys, okay? All right. Well, don't, yeah. don't tell Brittany, okay? Don't tell Brittany that you're hanging out with Ravo? Yes. Okay. Secret, secret Ravo hang. All right. I'll keep that <laughs> hush hush. All right. I'll, like I, like I said, I'll, I'll catch up to you guys, okay? All right. Okay. I, so y'all, y'all split up. You go back to your, you're focusing on your work. You know, right back into it. Laser mm-hmm. focus. Uh, Christina, you head off and meet mm-hmm. up with Ravo, kind of a little bit on the outskirts. Mm-hmm. Um, Atlas's, like, super perception makes him a little aware, you know, just because you're close enough that um, he's aware that you and Ravo are, like, are leaving, right? Like, as, as you and Ravo start to head towards the elevator to head down the crag in order <clears throat> to leave Droam, Atlas gets it. So I'm, I'm just going to put that there because for those of y'all who don't know, Atlas has like the ability to perceive like anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I have super duper observation skills. I'll say on the flip side, I also am now thinking, huh, is Christina and Revo a thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's the cover. That's the cover. Like you 100% you're like, oh, they're sneaking away. Uh <laughs> Because of all of his perceptions. <laughs> I, I like how he's super observant, but he yeah. also doesn't know how to read mm-hmm. the situation. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> all of the information, no understanding of it. It's a library with someone Beta who just bird. can't read it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, um, so I guess, yeah, let's quickly, let's, uh, let's talk about Christina. You're, you're in Ravu's situation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so you meet up with Ravo, and you know he's like, "Are are you ready to head out?" Mm-hmm. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to get as far away from Droem as we can, out into the middle of nowhere. We're going to put these on you, and he shows you the silver manacles that were Does put on him, hurt him before. Uh, to hold just like this, yeah, it's uncomfortable, but it doesn't like burn or anything like that, okay. you know. But he does say like, when you transform, it will be painful, but it's the only way to prevent you from running off and hurting someone or doing something else. That's fair. Are you okay with that? Yes, I, I would. It's uh, not I, fun. It is look, not. Something I wouldn't that be I doing this if I wasn't concerned about that. I figured as much. I just felt like you should know. Um, so, silently, essentially, there's there's a somber, heavy feeling around mm. this. Like, he's not proud to do this, like, to have to, like, put you in these shackles, and you feel uncomfortable just, like, even, like, considering all of the stuff, as you know. And so, um, yeah, you head out, uh, you head down the elevator, and you um, get on... Uh, he, he gets on uh, the back of Benji, you get on a, a horse that you rented, essentially, and you basically both just ride off um, as deep out into the plains as you can, and you're just mm-hmm. heading straight for the rest of the night. It's mm-hmm. like silent, horses running, essentially, and, and Griffin running um, off into the distance. You arrive late in the morning um, at like a little hut mm-hmm. um, that is very secluded and um you know in this hut you essentially see it's like yeah there is somewhere to the wall where you're going to be chained there are you know there's like a table there's like it's a very like small little Mm -hmm. situation um and that's kind of where you're at right now yeah you know just kind of like this is what's happening cut back to droam it's the morning. Y'all had your wild evening of wine drinking and whatnot. Uh, Atlas, yes. you, at midnight, you were standing out in the middle of this area. You were, you know, looking up to the stars, holding out your mirror. You were doing all of your research. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Essentially, you know, at, at some point as you're as you're kind of going through all this info, you 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 realize, okay, now is the time. I need to stand up, I need to raise my shield up, and I need to, you know, reflect light as as light is reflected upon me, right? And you follow it to the letter. And as you hold your shield up and the, the starlight hits your shield and reflects off of it, and you've seen it all day as you've had your shield around, whenever you do, you know, it reflects everywhere. It's constant, it's always a shining beam. Um the beam now has a uh, uh, cast off of your shield, and instead of heading, you know, just kind of reflecting offwards, it's sort of spreading, spreading outwards mm. everywhere. Um, you're essentially starting to, like, light up from, think if your shield was emanating light, like, right. on to you and on to everywhere. Um, it just starts growing and growing and growing and expanding and, and creates... You know what it's like when your moonbeam comes down, when you use that mm-hmm. move, and it's just this huge pillar of light? That's essentially all around you. Okay. Um, 
and you have no control over this now. So you have this beam of condensed light just shooting down onto you from the stars. Uh, no one around seems to be seeing anything, by the way. There's a handful of people walking around, and nobody seems to see what you're seeing. Um, but as all this stuff kind of like comes into you, it disappears as quickly, and before you, you see the bear that you had seen before staring at you. And it is... Well, you thought it was the same bear, but you remember that bear being very serious and very mm-hmm. like, here is what must be done. This bear looks at you and he's a little Baby taller. Bear. He's a little taller than the last one. He's actually more like kind of like a polar bear instead of like a grizzly bear, like in terms of his shape and whatnot. So he just stands all the way up and he's tall. He is super tall. He's looking down at you. Puny this time. Hmm. <laughs> we'll make you work. So, who are you and why do you need me? Oh, um, hi. Uh, this is, um, I, I'm, I'm Atlas, and I... Ah, Atlas, right. Okay. Yeah, I was expecting you. Oh. So, uh, I guess it's time then, huh? Well, I I think so. I think we're about to go to Celestia and help save the world? Yeah, it's probably right. Something like that. It's kind of my deal. I show up and it's world-saving time. You've done this Do- before? A couple times. Doesn't always work out, but I'm here for the ride. Okay. Well, that's good we have someone with experience, because all of us are kind of in the dark. <laughs> so, uh, are we doing this now, or can I get a little... I think, I think we're leaving in the morning. Okay, well... What's your What's your name? Brawl Deer. Brawl Deer? That's, that's pretty... Can I just call you Brawl? Sure, why not? Yeah! All right, Brawl. Well, thank you for... Arriving and tagging along? Hmm. You know, for one of Fora's kids, you're, uh... Well, you got a little spark to you, but not a lot of, um... <laughs> Thank you? stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, well... I guess if, if you don't know what you need me for yet, I guess I'll see you later. Okay. He, started, he just sort of like wanders off, like not too far from you, but then curls up and just kind of sleeps. <laughs> and he's like this giant polar bear glowing with light and like, you know, everything. But nobody else seems to notice him. It's just you. <laughs> like like a kid with a new toy, I dash back on the ship and like, like storm open the bedrooms. So I'm like, Brittany, you'll never guess what I got outside. <laughs> So just like when Brittany was going through everywhere looking for Christina, Alice is going through every room looking for somebody to tell about this bear that he saw. Rager, what were you up to when Atlas was finding his bear? Oh, you're muted. You're muted. I think. Sorry. In the middle of the night? 
Yeah, in the middle of the night, you know, everybody's doing their I thing. I was in my Alice. room. I, I was, okay. I was imagining me and Leodrigard. Oh, together. that's right. That's so you right. were still right, right. So you were still having Leodrigard dreams. Uh, oh. Atlas swings open the door. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what happens? <laughs> Can I help? You'll never oh, guess oh. what I got outside. All right, hold on. First off, you need to knock, sir. All right. <laughs> there is. Rhaegar, put some pants on and come outside. <laughs> you gotta see this. <laughs> Why oh, is man. so important? Okay, hold on. I, I keep on knocking on doors. Brittany! <laughs> so eventually, after the third or fourth door, you find Brittany. <laughs> Brittany! Storm open. What? You'll never guess what I got outside. Uh, at this point, how long has it been since I've been waiting for Christina? I mean, hours. Yeah, it's been a couple of hours. Brittany yeah. is sobbing. I can't find Christina. She won't answer my messages. Oh. <laughs> I don't know where I... she is. <laughs> Atlas is really, really <laughs> harsh in his buzz there. But in my head, I'm like, Oh, Christina's probably smooching Ravo right now. I should cover. <laughs> um, I, put, I put my hand on uh, Brittany's shoulder. I'm sure she's fine. I'm sure she she's just fine. Leave me like this. No, I'm. I'm sure. I'm sure she's How all right. How do you know? I. I. I have a sense of these things. What? That doesn't make any sense. I'm very. I'm very perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's his. <laughs> on, on paper, it says so. <laughs> so. So I'm assuming at this point, uh, you've got Rager in tow. Rager, you put on your Rager pants. You're like, I gotta see. I gotta see whatever Atlas is busting my door down for. Brittany, do you go All along, right. or are you just inconsolable? I am inconsolable, but also I'm like crying and following. Okay. Okay. Then I, yeah. I lead you both outside to my sleeping glowing bear. I'm like, huh? Ah? And they can, they can see it. They can see the bear. Giant glowing polar bear just sitting there. Would, can I Not do, of this universe. Can I do like an investigation check or a knowledge check to see if I know what this is? Probably be like Ooh. an arcana, I would assume. Yeah, like a knowledge um because it is yeah. of the celestial I mean, and, and plane celest yeah 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 you could do that okay could hold do on that. i'm just going back to see what i've got <clears throat> uh, i feel like i've gasped too many times this episode i know right <laughs> right i guess they don't have knowledge rules anymore so do you want like investigation uh then yeah investigate it'd be intelligence essentially. oh just an intelligence role okay yeah well, that's that's a seven. Okay. That's not great. So, yeah, I mean, like, you know, you don't know specifically what it is. Like, you would vaguely be like, oh, yeah, that's like that's a clearly a celestial animal. It's mm -hmm. from the celestial plane. And you would know from your dabblings <laughs> in magic, everyone would kind of have a vague understanding that like, yeah, you can summon celestial things to this plane with enough power, magic, etc. Um, so it's unique it's different but it's also something that's not like totally out of the ordinary for you mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i leaned to Brittany and i was like Brittany, i lied i i did have <laughs> dreams again nightmares i dreamed about a freaking celestial bear and then i summoned one 
right. She did not have the effect you were expecting. She doesn't seem to be as impressed. Rhaegar? Huh? I mean, that's a glowing... I mean, I've never seen a celestial bear, but I guess that's what they look like. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Plus, he talks. His name's, um, his name's Braldir, and he said that he's saved the world a couple of times before, so, like... Well, that's good. I mean, we could use somebody who's saved the world a couple times. If Um, he saved the world, does he know where Christina is? I don't think that he does. Let me... Braldir! 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 Sleepy! As you're yelling at him, he does, like, do, like, a big yawn, like a... Sorry, sorry to wake you. Sorry to wake you, bro. Here, does he speak what? in celestial or does he speak in common? Uh, he speaks in celestial. Oh, okay. So you two would understand him, Rager. I don't think you speak celestial. I don't know off the top of my head. Um, uh, I hardly speak yeah. common. Yes, true. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he's just like, mm, all right. What is it? <clears throat> I need you to help me find my sister, as Brittany says in perfect celestial. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I lean over to Brady. That was that was pretty good. That was really good. <laughs> She's out there somewhere. What is she doing? Why isn't she here? She's out there somewhere. Oh, wow. she's fine. I think. Yeah. You think? Yeah, she's fine. She's fine. Wow. See? That's what I said. You don't know anything about what's happening, Atlas. I have a sense for these things. <laughs> Are you I done? Stop trying to drink because every single time Ash goes, it's <laughs> 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 <And> like. <sighs> so essentially, people are unimpressed with your bear, uh, yeah. but you <laughs> you summon the celestial bear. Um, Brittany, are you, you think you're you're kind of inconsolable for the rest of the night, huh? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not good. You're, yeah, you're not. You're not getting like. You're not getting the info that you would need to go find Christina. Yeah. And even wh- whatever questions you ask, Brawl Deer, he he's telling you she's fine, but not enough to make you feel better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Is everyone good with the evening? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. All right. So then, I think what what, what we'll do, well, you know, we're gonna we're gonna cut to morning uh christina has not returned um marakai is uh ready on the ship for you all to leave and uh it's it's up to y'all when you want to go essentially um does marakai sort of announce that like we're ready to leave yeah marakai stops by in the morning kind of like does like one of those like knock on the doors like you know we'll be ready in an hour uh Mm -hmm. Meet me at the ship situation. Okay, got it. Um, well then, yeah, I, uh, I, I I arrive on on the ship and I, I talk to Marakai and I'm like, so I, I guess I, I address Marakai alone. Um, okay. And I, I basically said to her, so I, I, I think that... I assume Bert- your celestial bear is con- like just falling behind you, Braldir, like... In tow, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. He's, he's always around. Yeah. Think of like a cat that kind of like keeps you within sight line, but is otherwise doing his own thing. <clears throat> I like to think of him as a cat. Like maybe yeah. he doesn't necessarily understand the non-celestial things we have on the ship and he's just batting them. Um. Yeah, kind of, yeah. I mean, like... Yeah, Bra- um, Braldir's doing something. 
Anyway, if if Mark is alone, I sort of address her and I say, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't think I don't think Brittany's coming, and I'm not sure if Ravo's coming either. You mean Christina or Christina? You sorry, you said Brittany. Yeah, yeah. I um, I th- I think I think the same thing. Yeah. Uh, I think we'll need to leave without them. I think uh, we're gonna need a plan for uh, for telling Brittany that. Yeah, I part of me thinks we should do that after we've left. Ooh, you know, maybe we tell her she's already on board. Ugh, that's lying, though. <laughs> mm. I just worry about what'll happen if we tell her beforehand and then we never leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so maybe, maybe we just get her on board and we just leave. I think that's. I think that's the one. <laughs> Like okay. I look, I wouldn't normally suggest like, hey, we should lie to our partners and whatnot in this whole situation, but like, she's not yeah. gonna leave without Christina. She's not though, right? So like, it's it's not that I'm lying directly to her face. I'm just not telling her. There you go. It's not a lie. It's just withholding the truth, which is a lie, but is different. Uh, Mark, I've <laughs> left, missed you. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm on the ship. I'm ready. Rager, Brittany, do y'all, yeah, Brittany, I assume you're putting up flyers all over town. What are you doing? No. So <laughs> Brittany basically drunk herself to sleep. Okay. So that she could sleep. Yes. When she woke That's up. That's hard to do for an elf. It is. <laughs> uh, when she woke up, she had a newfound sort of understanding of the situation. Oh, okay. So, Brittany, of course, is fashionably late to the ship because she wouldn't be Brittany if she wasn't. Of course. But she is wearing her most fabulous pink outfit. Her wings are on full display. Her makeup is fierce. It's like she is looking the best she's ever looked in the entire world. And who knows if it's glamour? Who knows if it's just her natural beauty? <laughs> um, and she it's like glamour. <laughs> it's glamour. She like struts on the ship, like and is commanding the gaze of everybody. Like she is in charge, and she is like, "I'm ready to go. We have things to do. Let's get on it." I whispered to Mark, "This might actually be so hard as I thought." <laughs> I, I'm worrying this is like part of a breakdown that's going to be way worse later on. Mm. Yeah. Okay. This is like some deeply like uh, yeah. suppressed stuff yeah. going on here. This is, is the... this fireball fireball over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever it is, Alice we're getting a new the album fireworks after this ready one. for the 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 the, the, the rat no, wings, this, you know, this, so. is, this is basically I have broken Britney's trust and she's about to write a a diss track <laughs> against me. Sister my sister. Yes. It's coming next. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Love it. Uh, uh <laughs> Rager. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Rager, uh, is there anything unique or different about, like, the way that you're heading to the ship, or you just, you're chilling? You're good? No, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, she commanded the gaze of everybody, you know, but... I Did she turn Leodegar's gaze? <laughs> I give no, her a look. Not, not that kind of I gaze. I cast my gaze to her for the, <laughs> the required amount of time to... <laughs> 
for it to, to be case. commanded. To be commanded. That, and then be that's on something Agadon. you gotta roll for, in my opinion. If you command the gaze, <laughs> she just struts on there without rolling. All right, I give her a gaze. <laughs> okay, I like that. I like that. Oh my goodness! All right, y'all, I gotta go run to the restroom real fast. Give me a okay. quick second. All right. <laughs> I like to imagine I'm like leaned up against like I don't know the masthead or something mm-hmm. for what is a masthead on one of these ships, you know? And like, there's I, I'm 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 like a cat sleeping in a shadow, <clears throat> and she comes on, and I just kind of look up. I go, oh. yeah, and I. It's fair. I Continue my, napping. I wonder if my bear cast a gaze. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bear. You can yeah. ask. Bear, did you see that? Hey, Braldar. <laughs> Braldar. Now I'm gonna. Ha- now Ash, you and I, we're gonna have to like look for this part in the episode where we're gonna have to cut this out <laughs> as we edit it. Or we could just make it so funny without price that it doesn't need yeah. to be. All right? <laughs> Gotta make it count, its baby. It's make the podcast within a podcast. Mm-hmm. All right? That's right. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the price criticism cast. Right. Has he yeah. been really cast? Have we felt as though he's demanded our gaze? Chat, debate it. What are you, what are you debating? Huh? Oh, Nothing. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. What happened? <laughs> gone for two uh, seconds. Oh, so did Braldar's gaze get a uh, commanded price? That's my question for you. Uh, yeah, Braldar kind of like looked and was like, "Ooh, shiny," and then looked away. So okay. like, little bit. You're debating nothing. Oh no, oh no. What if you debated? Uh, okay. I like that. Chat says there's no debate necessary. I love it. All right. Oh boy. Uh, Universal so, truths here. So, uh, so y'all are y'all all have made it to the ship. Um. Uh, Brittany has commanded everyone's gaze. Braldeer's there. Uh, you say there one anything? fancy thing, and you never hear the end of it. You never hear the end of it. Uh, so y'all are good. There's nothing else you want to do in Droam before you I'm head I'm done out. with this See you la- smell you later, stink town. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. And, like, I, I, I have my own, like, it's not that I necessarily want to leave. It's the fact that I am a little bit tired of like dirty looks in my, my armor and whatnot. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you could, you know, you could do without it. Yeah. That's how you feel. All right. Um, so then, uh, Mark, kind of like leads you all over and says, okay, so I guess you guys already heard about this stuff. Huh? And there's a bunch of those rockets lined up for you to go and, on the deck, get on. or yeah, or... not not on the ship, like next to the ship. Like here's the oh. ship where it lo- where it docked, and there's a whole bunch of these things all pointed in the direction of the mountain, um, where y'all are heading. <clears throat> and one of the things that um, you know you had been hearing about over the the past couple of days, and like you hadn't really like thought much of it, but now that you're kind of staring down the mountain, um, you've been hearing that the the kind of the cloud that. Uh, hovers over the mountain has kind of been uh, spreading a little bit. It's been getting bigger. Oh. And that even um, some fissures and cracks have been starting to appear near the base of the mountain. Um, and from where you're at, and as you're like kind of getting prepared and ready to go, you can actually start to see them from where you are. You can kind of see there's these little cracks in the side of the mountain that have like a blue glint kind of coming oh. through so it's just it sort of looks like there's like these blue trails or like veins down the side of the mountain that are starting to expand and kind of like spread 
Um, it hasn't been like a thing that has been like shocking or scaring, but it's been like you've been noticing it. Just, oh, every day, mountain looks a little bit more different. Mm-hmm. And that's where you're heading. Are we had? Do we know? Are we headed towards a structure that's on that mountain? Towards one of those fissures or what? Uh, yeah. So, <clears throat> so I'm assuming you, you asked that to like Marakai. I asked that to uh, Marakai, or, or yeah. if there's like one of those, yeah, dwarf pilots Go- that, yeah, uh, the goblin guys, goblin pilots. Yeah. Look, they don't pay me to know where you're going. I just hit the fuse. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so, so Marakai. Uh, well, we're trying, we're, we're aiming for the peak. There is a temple there that is, well, the only known gateway between the different realms. Mm. Celestia, the Underdark, everywhere. The Underdark, okay. So we could have options. I mean, yeah, I guess, if, if you want to head into the Underdark. <laughs> I just want to make sure I take the correct right instead of a left. Oh, yeah, no, you, uh, you, it should be obvious, I think. I hope it is, <laughs> now that you mention it. Otherwise, this will be really awkward when we get there. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah. So uh, you all kind of get like, (laughs) you have your own little, you know, goblin guy who kind of like gets you set up. Like in my head, I'm just imagining someone like putting you on like a ride or something like that, you know? Like, okay, you're going to sit here. Yeah, we're going to pull this down over you, everything like that, right? There's there's a certain level of like routine to it. Um. But yeah, you're all you're all getting lined up on your individual rockets, and um, uh, the goblin guy who's about to light it, you know, basically says like, "All right, is there anything that you guys need before I send you on your merry way, heading off towards your final destination? Hopefully, not final, final, just final, as far as I'm concerned." Is this a speech no. you give to everybody before you launch them? Yeah, you know, it gets a laugh about 25% of the time. Really should get a better one, but, you know, eh, it's all right. Yeah, you should work on that one. Just let me rip. Go. <laughs> right, so, it. Let's go. All right, so he lights yours. Yeah, and Rager, as soon as you're like the third, go. It just like huge explosion out the back, and you just launch in the distance of... Uh, that mountain. Oh, holy uh, crap. That was fast. And as soon as you say fast, <laughs> boom, you're launching. <laughs> <laughs> Brittany, you can see the torch coming down onto yours. And you're, you're just ready. Okay, boom, you go. Uh, and uh, yeah, Marakai is behind y'all. So all of y'all, Rager at the front, uh, what you see before you is, you know, you're heading incredibly fast towards that mountain peak, way faster than the ship was able to take you before. Like, you get why, okay, this is the fast way to go. Um, but you're heading uh, into the cloud that kind of is around the, the the top of the mountain. And as you get closer and closer to it, you can start to see little sparks of lightning kind of shooting in between this cloud. And it's one of those really ominous kind of dark purple clouds like it's really like kind of heavy feeling just when you see it as you head into it so as soon as you're passing through the cloud itself you're starting to see like a lot of heavy fog around you you can't really see much distance every now and then you look behind you and you can see another one of the rockets just faintly behind you um but yeah you're just you're kind of on a collision course um and as you're flying along, every now and then you also will see like a shadow or two. And Ooh. those look like something flying, something moving, something around. 
Okay. In the in the big ominous purple cloud. Yeah, within the cloud, right? You're mm-hmm. all within there, and it's just kind of like you can't see too far in front of your face. It's all vague shapes kind of around you. And it has this kind of heaviness to it where, you know, uh, it just it feels like pressure. Like everything just kind of feels like it's pushing down on you. Mm. Um, and as you're making it further and further along, uh, Rager, at the front, you're feeling like the kind of the 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 fire is kind of like spurting out at the end oh. of the rocket oh like there's less of a push going am i gonna on. make it do i feel like i'm gonna make and it it's starting to maybe tip a little bit <laughs> flap and your shoes a little worried. <laughs> yeah yeah like i've been practicing my my yeah. flying so yeah. i uh i sort of like push myself off the rocket mm-hmm. to see if i can't like fly the rest of the way there all right so you're you're kind of like Locked in a little bit, but I'm assuming you kind of like release yourself from whatever has got you wrapped onto it. And yeah, you're you're gonna push yourself forward off the rocket. That's yeah. The plan? Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you do like a little like kind of tippy toes surfing the rocket situation, and as it's kind of like tipping forward, you jump forward and you're kind of like skating on air, essentially, <laughs> heading straight forward. But you don't necessarily know where you're going, and you see another one of the rockets kind of next to you doing the same deal and kind of tipping as well as it's coming forward. And you see Atlas on it in a similar conundrum. Atlas, what are you doing? Oh, it's sputtering out yeah, and yeah. whatnot? So you just saw sputtering Rager kind of leap leap off of his and go forward, and you're kind of coming up behind him. Uh, okay, then, yeah, if I if I notice that these things are not making it all the way and I can feel my own sputtering out, then I see Rhaegar rip off his, mm-hmm. I, attempt, I attempt to do the same, rip off mine, and then burst my wings. Okay. You burst your wings out, you're flying through, and as you burst your wings out, it actually clears a bunch of the fog. Like, suddenly, like, right around you, the air sure. is suddenly, like, perfectly clear. Um, oh, really? And, yeah, and Rager, you notice that, too, so it's, it's almost like there's, like, a flash of light next oh. to you, like, just clarity, right? Um Behind you, uh, incoming is Marakai and Brittany. Brittany, what do you do as you see this happening? Are you going to do a similar kind of dismount, or are you going to do yeah. something else? Yeah, well, watching those two before me, I know exactly where like the pinnacle of the trajectory is going and when we're going to mm-hmm. start losing momentum, so I wait till it's at the top, and then I take off and gotcha. go, and using that momentum, I get a boost. Perfect glide. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Like It's like your, your wings did the most effortless move that they needed to do in order to get you to go forward you're the pro uh meanwhile marakai launches off of hers um and no she does not grow wings or start flying uh she does kind of like throw her hands out and like a whole um bunch of lightning kind of shoots around her and similar to what happened with atlas like the air kind of clears in front of her um and she just kind of rockets forward even faster and so her her rocket dropped below her but you just saw her like launch forward in front of you and almost create like a tunnel through the um fog heading towards what you can now see is the top of the mountain there uh as you're arriving onto the top of the mountain you see a couple of things you see a series of pillars four pillars that are spread out um that they're very short they're like stunted pillars 
but they seem to be given pride of place. Like they're right. Like this clear, like this is the central component to whatever this altar is. Those pillars matter. Um, what you also see is a giant kind of stone encrusted looking humanoid form, uh, with a giant hammer that, I guess the only way to describe it is like think of like a giant like humanoid form of the hammer that's like cobblestoned, like covered mm-hmm. in stone all over it, um, and that looks like it's kind of swinging. Okay. Um, as you land on the space, um, the last thing that you see before we move on from here is you see a shadow pass over you. A huge shadow. And specifically, you see outstretched wings pass above you. Those wings certainly look like dragon wings. And as you see them, you hear the screeching sound that could only be the sound of a dragon screeching above you. And I think that'll be where we'll end there. Okay. Before next session. Where we'll pick up, we will deal with uh, Christina is out in the middle of nowhere, away from everybody. We will deal with whatever it is that you guys are about to face and the fallout from therein. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Hero Squad podcast. For those unaware, we live stream these Hero Squad sessions every other week. So if you'd like to tune into one of those, the next Hero Squad live stream will be on Friday, May 14th at 6 p.m. Pacific time over at twitch.tv slash stumpedgamers. I'd like to give a big thank you to our patrons that help support Hero Squad and our patron producers, Edmund Michael Cara and Peppermint Takeo. Supporting us on Patreon helps support this D&D content as well as other unique gaming content that we provide to our patrons a week early. So if you're interested in that and helping support Hero Squad, check it out over at patreon.com slash stumped. Lastly, I just want to give a big thank you to everyone out there still listening to this podcast. I know the big long breaks in between can be super lame and it's, you know, probably just a terrible way for us to retain an audience. But to those of you that have stuck around, a big, huge thank you. And I hope you guys enjoy the future content as well. With that, tune in next week to find out what happens on Hero Squad.